This is TL Talk Radio, Season 1, Episode 7. Welcome to TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hetton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hetton. Good morning, Randy. How Good are morning, you? Lynn. It's Saturday morning. I love Saturdays. I wish every day was a Saturday uh, because we get to do podcasts, right? So tell us <laughs> okay. about what we're doing today. So today we're going to share some topics that leaders need to make sure families understand about their role in a take-home one-to-one digital device program. And as more and more districts move to -to one-to-one, whether it's a bring-your-own device or a school-issued laptop or tablet or iPad, whenever there's a school-issued device going home, it can disrupt that home environment. So the family has to work effectively with within itself, the parents with the students and the parents with the school, to help understand the parameters and expectations that need to be established. And and while we do our end at school, families have some struggles at home sometimes when those devices come home. So having a having an eleven year old, I know the challenge with the device and, and the kids. <laughs> yeah. So. And and we've certainly experienced this in, in our current work because in our district uh, we've been uh, one-to-one in middle school and high school for, this is our fourth year now, and uh, with this current year, we've also gone one-to-one uh, in our elementary schools, although in our elementary schools, they don't take the devices home, but they do take them home in middle and high school. And so one of the things that we've had to address is this issue of you know, how does parenting change? How does one set expectations? And what other kinds of issues and conversations need to happen at home? So today we have a guest. Uh, her name is Shelly Feller, and she's a parent of two students, of twins, uh, that go to our uh, high school currently, but they uh, had their devices when they were in middle school. And uh, we sat down with her a couple of days ago, and we had a, a nice conversation with her, and uh, she was able to express some of her ideas around this topic of what do parents uh, need to know uh, and, and how do schools and school leaders communicate that. So let's give a listen. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we have Shelly Feller here today. And we'd like to just allow her to introduce herself to you, and then we have some questions for you. That's great. Thanks for having me. I'm a parent in the Salisbury School District. I have twins that will be 16 in October. We've been in the district for about seven years, and uh, they are sophomores this year. So Erin and Zoe have been with us for a couple of years, and they've had an opportunity to use the one-to-one devices um, in both both 8th, ninth, and 10th grade, right? Right. Okay, so they've been with us and they've had a chance, and you were here for the initial rollout, so we're eager to hear what you have to say for our listeners and and for us about the parents' perspective of the challenges and the successes that you've had with your kids bringing home this device, because we, we provided the device, and then we allowed it to go home, and you said, okay, I accept this responsibility as a parent, but we sort of push this out to you and at home you were the one dealing with it and the challenges and successes of that. So we have a few questions about that to help us learn and, and maybe to help some of our listeners learn. Absolutely. Great. Okay. So did you have a clear understanding of what we were thinking about our vision and our initiative um, with the TL 2014 and did that match what you wanted, the opportunities for Aaron and Zoe? Yes. I think for me, 
uh, the superintendent's parent advisory council that was in place at the time uh, allowed for us to have conversation and meetings with the administration to talk about what the rollout was going to look like and to give us some ideas uh, so that we could process not only with ourselves but share with other parents in the community. Uh, and I think that was very helpful. Also, the letters that went home to help educate parents on what was coming and why made a difference for us and helped us to have a better understanding of what the uh, rollout was going to look like and what the expectations were going to be. Uh, I would say that, although I think it's still a work in progress, um, that it was a necessary step for our district to take as we get ready for 21st century learning and um, students getting ready to go to college in this in this age of technology. So it sounds like you've had a positive experience with, with the technology in your house. We have had a very positive experience with the technology in our house. So let's pick up on that. Uh, we send a device home, and uh, we hear a variety of responses from parents, parents like yourself who are very positive about that, and then other parents who find that to be a challenge. So how did you approach this device coming home, and did you anticipate uh, any particular challenges, and did you experience any particular challenges, and, and how did you have to modify maybe your parenting uh, strategies at home because of this sort of insertion of this mm-hmm. computing device into the home environment? Right, right, and I would agree that there were parents that I spoke with who were not as maybe enthusiastic or excited as, as we were about this technology mm-hmm. coming. Truth be told, we bought pretty much the exact same computers for our kids to start middle school with um, six months prior to the mm. laptops coming home. So we had already kind Prep of work. we had already <laughs> kind of started the, the process. Uh-huh. Um, so in the beginning we did Mark and I did have a lot of conversation about, you know, how things were going to be handled, what the expectation was going to be, how we were going to roll things out with Aaron and Zoe. And we talk a lot around the dinner table. So that in the beginning is what we did. We talked about um, how they were feeling about it, what they saw as challenges. We talked about what our concerns were going to be and how things were going to be handled, Um, you know, what things they could and could not do on the laptops. And that's kind of how we started. And we also put guidelines in place in terms of when the laptops would be used and when they wouldn't be. So in the beginning when they were younger, it was after 8 p.m. 8 p.m. the laptops were off, 9 p.m. as they got a little older. And now we really look to them to self-manage. And I think that's part, for me, that's part of parenting is whether it's the laptop or something else, my job is to put guidelines in place for them to be successful and then also to work towards independence. And so we monitored them as was appropriate, but they knew what the expectation was ahead of time. And they also knew from the school district what the expectation was because of the policies and procedures that were in place and what they had to sign off on, um, as well as us. So as a school district, you know, keeping this idea in mind that we needed to provide some supports for parents to understand that they might have to change some strategies at home. We uh, did a couple of things in the early years. We provided the orientation for the students before they received their laptop. Uh, Parents as well as students came to the orientation. We reviewed the policies, the procedures, and the expectations that you outlined. And then we also provided uh, 
every year since then, we've provided some opportunities for parents to attend workshops, um, whether they be on internet safety, um, uh, digital citizenship, and this most recent uh, workshop that we did was on the the book study um, one to one at home um, that we mentioned earlier in the show. And so, if, from your perspective as a parent, is there anything that a, and other school districts who are doing this might consider doing to help support? Uh, the changes that might need to happen at home in terms of, of what parents do? You know, I think that the orientation was very helpful. Some parents that I spoke with felt as though they needed more information during that time, and that might be an opportunity to, to offer a second follow-up meeting. I think some families who were more um, used to having technology in their home to begin with were very comfortable with the orientation that was offered. Um, some felt like they needed more Mm-hmm. information and, and more maybe coaching um, to help them get ready for what they needed at home to set up and, and get started. Um, what we liked is that there was always somebody available to, be, to contact if we had a question. Not only were there resources available on the website, but we knew we could always pick up the phone and call somebody, um, whether that was somebody at the school or somebody here at the administration office. We knew there was a contact, either call or email, to get an answer. And I think that was um, comforting as well as, as very helpful. Um, we also appreciated the information that came home uh, not only regarding laptop policy, but also the insurance information, which is a you know it's a big concern for families. Mm-hmm. If you, especially if you have more than one child, what what are the costs? How is this going to be covered? If the computer is damaged, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, what am I going to be charged for? And how is this all going to work? So having that all spelled out was very um, helpful for all of us. Um, I also like the ongoing emails and the fact that. Surveys are sent out. I have an opportunity to voice my opinion on what's working, what's not working. Uh, I feel heard, and I feel I also enjoy getting the feedback after the survey on what the results were, and um, and what the thoughts were of other parents. And I also like that the that the children, the students, have a chance to offer their input and their opinions, and give a voice to what their concerns are. Great. Thank you for that. Wow, you really highlighted a lot of the the work that we did to help prepare parents. And it makes me think also about um, parents viewing some of the ways that we've evaluated the program. You mentioned the the surveys and going on and accessing that on the website after we we presented that to the board. And maybe that's something that we'd want to share with our listeners in the the future about how we were evaluating that program. So... Is there anything else that we could have done? You know, what else could we have done? Or if we have listeners who are thinking about this, um, you know, what what could we have done better? Or what would you recommend that other leaders share with their parents? I think from from our situation, I would say that the one struggle we have is in terms of learning curve of the teachers. And, you know, I don't know that that there is an easy way around that. Change always takes time. Mm -hmm. And some teachers are very comfortable with using the laptops and the assignments that they're providing and the opportunities they're giving their students, and and some teachers are not. And so sometimes the frustration at our house comes from, you know, I've done the assignment, it's on my laptop, 
um, but I still need a hard copy piece of paper to hand <laughs> in, and I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not necessarily the way it's going to be at college. You know, they're, the professor's going to have a Dropbox, or we're going to email them. So um, some of it, too, is on my end making sure that if Aaron or Zoe have a question, I say to them, did you email your teacher? Why don't you email your teacher? And in the beginning, I would ask to review those emails before they sent them, just to make sure that they were professional and appropriate, um, as would be age appropriate. But, uh, you know, now it's just enough to remind them and have them send those emails on their own. So I think looking for different opportunities to use the technology we have. I know we also struggle with the fact that the backpacks are very heavy still. You know, when I lifted Zoe's backpack up the other day, 10th grade, those books are very big. Mm -hmm. And so my understanding is that not all of the textbooks are available online Mm -hmm. yet or to us. Um, So that was something that in the very beginning was listed as a positive when we first met as a superintendent's parent advisory council. And I haven't really seen that come to fruition yet. That's been Mm -hmm. a little frustrating just because with the laptops, it's an additional item to carry, and they have the heavy books. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's been a, a challenge that we need to, to look at. But on the plus side, there have been a lot of um, you know exciting projects that have been suggested. I know Zoe just did one for Life Smarts that was very interesting that she put to music and started to set up for the class, and I loved seeing it. Uh, there were a number of projects they did for um, some of their courses last year that were really interesting to see and exciting and really um touched on the standards but also their academic their creativity mm-hmm. so pulling the academics and with the, the create absolutely mm-hmm. and they also use laptops for study group which i thought I mean, was something they did on their own which i think is fantastic and what really does that helps look like study group they, they're just all online together <laughs> studying for the same test just as you would be in a college <laughs> library but they're doing it online. Or yes, exactly yeah, yeah. and uh, i was really encouraged to see them doing that and to put that together on their own and i thought it was great use of the technology mm-hmm. So, Shelley, how about um, other information that you think leaders could share with parents? I think it's really helpful to get a core group of parents on board first to discuss the challenges, provide ideas, and then share information with other families. I think that's a great starting Mm -hmm. point before rolling it out in written form. Build Um, some buy-in. Yeah, I think that's really helpful for the district. I think the other, another important piece is to discuss and share the importance of the program and mainly the value to the students. I think if parents understand what the value is going to be for their child and for their family, they're more opt to buy in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another helpful thing might be to provide some suggestions to families on successful guidelines for introducing laptops at home. Um, you know, some families did really struggle with, you know, friends of mine that I spoke with on what to do, how to monitor it, should it be in the bedroom, should it be in the uh, family area or the kitchen, something like that. That's a great idea for like a flyer, like a quick tip. This is your decision. What time is it going to get put away? Where does it live at night? Yeah. What time are you allowed to get on it after school? It it might really help parents if some suggestions Mm -hmm. were were offered. Um, I think having the policy and writing for parents and students along with the information outlining the insurance was a big piece, and I'm sure any district would do that, but it was really helpful to be able to look somewhere and get that information and also to understand how pickup and drop-off was going to take place. Uh, and that was important for the students, too. And then to do a survey, uh, as we did here, I think was really helpful mm-hmm. and ongoing, and to share that information with the parents. 
So our so our last question: Why do you think it's important for school leaders to know how you felt as parents during this implementation? Um, you know, your initial reaction. You talked a little bit about that and what you did at home, but. You know, why is it really important for us to keep trying to reach out to parents and keep talking to parents? I think it's crucial because we need to work together in order to accomplish our goals. So parents are more likely to support the initiative if they feel heard and respected. Um, our initial reaction as a family was very happy. Uh, and again, as we prepare students for college and with more and more universities offering online courses and curriculums, master's programs, um, and on and on, these skills are really critical and necessary for the success of our students. Um, as the ability to self-monitor and develop balance and screen time, it's better to practice those skills at home now than when they get to mm -hmm. freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. Good point. Okay. Yeah, and there's, there's less guidance. Absolutely. And more autonomy. Right. And So if they have a routine and are able to understand uh, how to get success out of their technology and how to self-manage, I think they're much better situated for success mm -hmm. in the college arena. Well, thank you very much for your insights this afternoon. Um, you've certainly given Randy and I some things to think about, um, some suggestions for our own district, and hopefully some suggestions for other leaders who may be listening to this. So we really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Shelley. So it was great to sit down and talk with Shelley and hear her perspective about you know, what we did well and where we need to continue to grow as a district so that our, our students can be successful at home and at school with these devices and learn about making those those difficult choices as they move on to their, their college or career choices um, yeah, or trades. I, th I thought the, uh, the big takeaway for me and I think for you as well was this idea of a tip sheet. That's something we haven't done. And uh, to hear about that was definitely valuable and probably something we'll definitely do in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And and we are going to start with that this week when we do our next one-to-one um, -one at home book study workshop for our incoming grade six parents, um, the parent workshop that we created uh, two years ago. And we're continuing. Um, Jason, a, a psychotherapist, shares his insight on several key topics for parents. And some of these topics Shelley talked about as well in her responses you know, helping parents understand the vision and helping everybody understand their responsibilities. What's the school going to do? What are the families going to do? You know, helping parents make those decisions and, and school leaders make decisions about filtering and whether kids can download media or access video sites or social networking. You know, we've certainly had a lot of conversation here about Twitter and, and Facebook and Skype and, you know, some of the challenges that we've seen in the classrooms. Um, and, and also sort of those biggest management challenges that parents have at home. And I certainly have these with, with my son, you know, setting the limits. How long can he be on for? Setting his privacy. What can he say? What can his Skype name include? Um, you know, not signing up for accounts without asking for permission. And really how long? How much screen time does he have? And, and these are all topics that we'll talk about with parents during this workshop. And, you know, one of our challenges is getting more parents to attend and, you know, Shelley really made the point of differentiating our, our professional de development for parents in that some people needed more from our orientation, some people needed less from our orientation. So we have to continue to provide opportunities for those people who want more. But this is a great book, and I'm looking forward to that um, this week, Randy. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I think that when we do send home a device, clearly we've, we see that it creates uh, some a series of complex challenges that parents uh, many 
can navigate with no help from the district and the schools, but uh, many ask for some help and some advice. And uh, we'll be, like Lynn said, working with some some families this coming week. Uh, the the book by Jason Brand, uh, One to One at Home, is definitely a recommended read, both for parents as well as administrators. Um, it's a quick read. Uh, it's an easy read. Uh, and there are lots of uh, charts and tables and things in, in it that really make the, the information easily digestible. Uh, so it, it is imperative for our, our school leaders to think of this dimension uh, of rolling out, uh, whether it's a laptop or a tablet program where, where students are taking them home. So now it's time for uh, our listeners to be heard. And each episode, we leave you with a question or two to think about with the idea of provoking some conversation. So we have two questions this week. Our first one, how have you addressed parent involvement in your one-to-one program? And our second question, as you implement or are implementing your Wonder Run program, are there other issues that you are focusing on that we didn't mention today? So if you'd like to leave a comment, you can go to our blog, tltalkradio.org, and in the show notes, uh, you can add a, a comment to those and some in answering those questions. Or if you're using Twitter, you can use the hashtag tltalkradio. We will have the show notes and links to the, the book and some other resources that we mentioned today uh, on our uh, website, tltalkradio.org. And we would love to hear from you uh, in terms of future ideas for uh, episodes. So if you want to click on the red send voicemail button on the right side and leave us a message, we'd appreciate that. We'd also appreciate one more thing, and that is following us in iTunes, where you can leave a review, and uh, that will help us get this information out to more people. So that's it for this week. Uh, we look forward to next week and another engaging topic. So have a great weekend, Lynn. Have a great weekend. 